Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 199 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. It's hard to believe that I'm almost to episode 200. And it's even harder to believe that episode 200 actually falls on the very last episode of 2021. So my, my, the new year is going to be 201. I love that. I love new beginnings. There's something exhilarating about it. We've had a super busy year. I think most of us can agree on that. And if maybe it wasn't busy, we, I think we can agree it was a crazy year, <laughs> 2021. For some, though, with that thought and the idea of it being busy, even considering self-care can be laughable. And I get it. It's kind of a buzzword, and we use it so loosely. I mean, some of us intentionally practice self-care every day. Honestly, I believe it's something we all can do daily. Now, I hear people all the time saying they do not have time for self-care. By the end of this episode, I'm going to change your mind about that. <laughs> I hope so, anyway. I think as a society, okay, there's this image people have when they think of self-care, and usually... The image goes something like this. It's a person doing yoga on a mountain with the sun rising, or they're, they have cucumbers on their eyes laying in a spa table or getting a massage at a spa. Or maybe you have this idea that it's just high-maintenance people that practice self-care. Now, these images and ideas can cause you to think that self-care is unattainable or it's only something that people that have extra time on their hands can do. Your thoughts might be like, must be nice, but I have kids, I have work, I have a life. I do not have time to take care of myself. <laughs> of course, if you think of self-care as an absolute like that, you then like you have to be on a mountain to do it or you have to be in a gym or a spa to do it. Of course, sometimes, yeah, you may not have time for that. So I'm really curious, if I was standing in front of you and I asked you what self-care means to you, what you would say. From your perspective, what does that look like? I mean, do you practice self-care daily or do you see it as a treat? Is it something you only do when you get your birthday certificate to a spa? <laughs> what exactly is it? I mean, I, I, I looked up the definition of self-care. I mean, shocker, I know. But the definition is actually... The practice of activities that are necessary to sustain life and health carried out by an individual for him or herself. Okay, now I like that it leaves it open for interpretation because it's going to look different at different times in your life. So you don't need to beat yourself up if you aren't running five miles every day like you used to or meditating for 25 minutes a day. A daughter of a just a dear friend of mine asked me a question at a party the other night. She said, I have two kids. One is two and one is a newborn. And I work. How am I supposed to find time to exercise? So I had to think about that because she made a good point. I mean, my brain mentally went through her day and how she can fit it all in. Now, she said she already gets up at five to get everything done as it is. But later, as I thought about her question, I realized we're both kind of coming at it from the idea that exercise has to be a certain way. 45 minutes to an hour at the gym or running outside three to five miles. That isn't going to work for her right now. Now, she used to run just about every day when she was in law school. And now that now she says that's not possible. So my question is, what is possible? 
Maybe for the first few weeks after giving birth, the only exercise or self-care that's possible is making sure that she's eating a nutritious meal that sustains her and her new, new baby. If you make self-care mean you must exercise for 45 minutes or run five miles or meditate for a certain amount of time, you could spend yourself your life beating yourself up because that isn't always going to be possible. I was listening to a meditation this last week on the Calm app, and Jeff was talking about self-care. So this topic is dear to my heart. So that meditation really resonated with me. I'm a big believer that your body and your mind should be first on your list of things you need to take care of. And I know I don't have kids. So some of you are going to say that's easy for you to say. And I do have more time because I don't have kids. I admit that. And I have a lot of respect for parents because it looks like a hard job. But daily self-care is possible as long as it's fluid. Daily self-care is possible as long as you aren't super rigid with what it means. And I've had to work on that because I used to think that if I didn't eat healthy every day or meditate for at least 10 minutes or work out for at least 45, then it didn't count. But now Eric and I will sneak in a 20-minute workout when we're busy and high-five ourselves for the consistency and the compound interest. I mean, I'll meditate for five minutes and feel amazing. I'm learning to not be so rigid with my meaning of it. And I believe a lot of it is planning. I mean, being intentional about self-care, it, I think that's, that's huge. I've been meditating and journaling pretty much every day now for three years. So we can agree I have a habit of it, right? But I still schedule it on my day planner every day, and I mark it off when it's finished. I mean, we make time for the things and the people that are most important to us. We need to start including ourselves on that list of people that are important. I make the case that you should be first on that list, and I'll argue with anyone because how can I show up as a good wife if I don't love myself? How can someone show up as a good mom if they don't first care for themselves? You make a better everything when you take care of yourself, and taking care of yourself looks different to different people. Now, I am not one of those healthy at every size people because I simply don't believe that to be true. You are, however, worthy at any size. That I do believe. The way you feel about yourself inside is on display for the world to see in the form of how you carry yourself, how you present yourself, and how you treat yourself. If you're a mom, what better way to set an example for your children than to show them what it means to practice self-care? What better way to show them how worthy they are of self-care than to practice it yourself? And remember, worthy is your baseline. You were born worthy. I talk about that a lot. No one can take that from you. And part of feeling worthy is practicing self-care in whatever form that takes. You're not always going to feel motivated, eager, and passionate, right? Abraham talks about these being temporary emotions, and I agree. I wish I could feel eager and passionate and excited every day, but that just isn't reality. No matter what's going on externally, though, you're worthy simply because you were born, Okay, that's, that doesn't go away. And you're worthy of self-care before anything else. And that self-care may look different sometimes. I mean, sometimes it might just look like having a super nutritious salad or a five-minute meditation or maybe a 15-minute walk around the block with the baby. So I set my day planner up like this, and you can find what works for you. I schedule my self-care. And for me, that includes working out, meditation, and journaling. Now, I plan my week out with those scheduled on my day planner. I mean, meditating and journaling are every day. Exercise is five to six times a week. That's what I shoot for. doesn't always happen. 
Now, my tr- nutrition at this point is automatic. There are just certain things I eat and don't eat. Now, if I started slipping on that, I would add it back into my daily planner. But for now, it's solid. Um, I'm, I'm not rigid on the workout or the amount of time I spend meditating or journaling. These are very fluid for me. So my challenge to you this week is to, first of all, get an idea of what your brain is telling you self-care is. Sometimes we make things so complicated to the point where we don't do anything. Second, though, decide that you can have a daily self-care practice and it doesn't have to be a certain thing. You could just write self-care on your planner or in your digital planner and let your mind figure out what's, what it's going to look like that day. It's all about your mindset. My sweet friend that asked, how am I supposed to exercise with a newborn? Your mind is constantly working to answer the questions you ask it. So maybe frame the question in a little better way. Tony Robbins says, ask better questions, get better answers. So maybe ask yourself this question if you think you don't have time. What self-care can I do today? Maybe it's as simple as thinking about three things you're grateful for. That could be all the self-care you muster up for the day. Maybe it's 10 push-ups and a five-minute meditation. On another day, it could be a five-mile run, 10-minute meditation, 15-minute gratitude journal, topped off with eating healthy all day. In the financial world, it's the compound interest that ultimately makes you wealthy. In the self-care world, it's also the compound interest that ultimately makes you healthy. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.